You're listening to And you're listening to the Collabcast, a podcast about pop culture and the creative life from an Asian American perspective. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey, we ain't playing no games with this one. Oh, hey. And hey everyone, welcome to the Collabcast. It is Friday, April the 5th, 2019. This is episode 195, I believe. Or close to there. My name is Mervyn Yeah, and joining me this episode is a panel of asian american film experts well i don't that we've gathered. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, joining us is uh dino ray ramos from the deadline the deadline yeah. <laughs> deadline hollywood yes hi 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 folks it's me. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also joining us from, I guess you can call it our host organization, um, the people that allow me to record my podcast here in downtown LA each and every week, um, representing visual communications, Lindy Leong. Hi, everybody. Uh, this is Lindy Leong. I'm part of the programming team for the LA Asian Pacific Film Festival. Uh, I'm the senior film programmer and the programming manager. And I wanted to thank Marvin for inviting me to yeah. talk about the festival today. I mean, oh, your 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 intro was so professional. <laughs> Mine was like, "Oh, hi, I'm Dino." <laughs> <laughs> and it's Sio Borasa. I am not as professional as Wendy, um, but I am also a programmer at, at LA Asian, um, and I open the door when Marvin comes into the office. Yeah, <laughs> we've known each a, other for that's a good that's a good job. <laughs> We've known each other for a couple of years now, but uh, this is your first time on the cast. I'm, I'm excited because, you know, we talk a lot when we're here about community stuff <laughs> and, you know, how tired we are all the time. But <laughs> Right, though? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're feeling the fatigue right now. <laughs> yeah, you, you have a big film festival coming up, the LA Asian Pacific Film Festival, or as our listeners have heard me refer to as the LAPF. Um, <laughs> LA Asian. Yeah, it's... It's a huge thing. I've been going to it for since I want to say 2011. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, and it's an amazing film festival. I always love to see as much as I can, uh, meet as many people making films as possible. It's interesting to see how just how the films are just getting more and more like, for lack of a better, better you know, better production, better like people are getting experience and like really making really high quality films. And sometimes festivals like the LA Asian Pacific Film Festival are the only places you can see it. And uh, we're going to be talking about that, about Asian American film festivals later on this show. But I wanted to thank you two for you know, doing what you do and making sure these voices get heard. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So we start off every episode with a pop culture roundtable oh. where we talk about what we're into these days, uh, what we're watching, reading, um, experiencing. So... Uh, Let's start off with our guest, Dino. What are you into? Oh, my God. So I, I'm, I'm an editor over at Deadline, so I consume a lot of stuff. <laughs> and it gets exhausting after all. I mean, like last night I saw Blinded by Light. And yeah. Marvin, you were there. Lenny, you were there. Um, Lucille, you weren't there. I'm sorry. I was blinded. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, that, that's just one thing. But TV-wise, it's, I, you know, I, I, I'm watch, I, I just finished uh, Black Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is an amazing show. Don Cheadle, Regina Hall, Andrew Rannells, uh, who else? Paul Shear, Yasir Lester's in it. It's it was it's so good. I I, I loved it so much. Um, I also have I also watch the other two on Comedy Central. I don't mm. know if anyone watches I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I've heard of this. Yes, yes. Yes, and that that's fun. That's really fun. And then. Most of the time when I'm working, I like some, have something playing in the background, and I go through these phases. Like there'll be a moment when I'll just play the entire series of The Office in the background while I'm oh. working, or the entire series of Parks and Rec. It's like background, like white noise almost. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. could look up once in a while and be like, "Oh, I remember that." <laughs> yeah, right. And then, uh, but I've been doing that with Living Single. So. <laughs> nice, Obi, <laughs> great. <laughs> yes. So I mean, I watch a bunch of stuff, and like it's hard for me to get into narrative things for some. <laughs> Sometimes, especially if there's a lot of time invested in them, like, um, like I, you know what, real talk, I have not watched Handmaid's Tale yet. Not that bad. Yeah, just because that's 
I, I am not prepared for I w- that. <laughs> I watched the first episode with my girlfriend, and we have not gone back since because we're like, oh. we need to find a time yeah. to watch like one episode a, right. a night because it's not something you want to binge unless you want to feel just. Yeah, you want to feel depressed. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that's why it's like oh, I I'm, I live for the half hour. <laughs> like, um, um, but you know, I watch like This Is Us, and you know, you know but that's <laughs> the also feel good show. You feel that's actually that's kind of depressing sometimes. <laughs> but so that's part of the job as well. Like I have to do recaps and 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 interview showrunners and for season. And now it's like season finale time, so everything is wrapping up. Yeah. So, like, uh, I have to do the crazy, crazy ex-girlfriend se- uh, series finale. I have to do. I'm gonna do the boomerang series finale. So, mm. I tend to watch a lot, and then what I try to find entertainment in is like reality competition, not reality TV, mind <laughs> you. But rea- it has to be reality competition where there's an actual skill involved, like a Project <laughs> Runway or a Top Chef or the best RuPaul's Drag Race, <laughs> which yeah. plays tonight, guys. So that's like kind of what I've been consuming as of late. And uh, I was, I was yeah. going to say Top Chef is for a while was my background noise oh, when yeah, I was yeah. doing work because like, I've I've seen like say season three. I've seen all the episodes. I just put it on just to have what just to have a ma- on. Yeah. yeah, and it's good. And it's like oh, I I I love reality sh- like competitions that require a skill. Singing is always like a you know an iffy <laughs> one, but I'll watch the fuck out of The Voice or something like that. Or and I'm, no, I don't watch the new American Idol. I haven't. No, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, it's ABC move. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't been down with it. <laughs> or I'll watch like a So You Think You Could Dance mm. or, or or like, but not like World of Dance that. Show oh. just confuses me. So that, yeah. but yeah, as as for the work, like my work requires me to watch so much that I don't want to watch something that makes me think. <laughs> That's curious, yes, because you mm-hmm. you watch stuff for work. That's your job. Yes, and it's like, oh, I, I I've been trying to find a hobby that doesn't require any for, so, form of media. <laughs> Like something very like maybe crochet, dude. I did. I did um, looming like two looming two years ago. Like during like before Sundance, I had to told my is colleagues, that like next level crochet? It's right like there? crochet. Do you have like a, a whole loom? It's like a small loom, but like I did the same thing. It's like I need something where I'm just doing something actively mm-hmm. that didn't involve media, mm-hmm. and and I felt like I was accomplishing a scarf. Oh, yeah, wow. or if like I do, yeah, I mean like something like that, something lo-fi, lo-fi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I was like, oh, I need. Or something media that I don't cover. So I was like, oh, I've, I've been trying to... Th- that must be tough, though. I mean, it's like video games. Like, oh, I, I, I was like, but being a gamer requires a lot of... Yeah. There's not enough time. <laughs> yeah, as, an, as an adult, like, <laughs> yes. you... Time you spend playing video games is time you could be sleeping. Or time you could be, like, actually doing adult stuff. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I, I, I've been debating on, like, buying a PS4 or a mm. Switch and... and I, I just haven't. I just end up laying on the couch and, you know, after work, because we all work long hours and, mm-hmm. you know, 12, 15 hour days and just laying on the couch and watching RuPaul's Drag Race. That's that's me. But yeah, yeah. that's like, I, I yeah, that's that's my slate of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Lindy, what are you that into? That sounds like a full plate. I, I, I admire you. I don't know how you can do those. Neither do I. <laughs> And enjoy all these great shows. I can't. You, you can't enjoy. After, I mean, like, as programmers, I don't know if you are the same way because like, you watch so much information. Yeah. It kind of, I don't want to say it takes the fun out of it because you're always looking at things from a certain angle. You're like, oh, would I, like, would I write about this or would you program this? Like, it almost takes the fun out. Like, when you just want to go watch a movie for fun, but then you just start to like, analyze things. You're like, oh, I don't know about this. Or like, <laughs> you know, it, it kind of takes mm-hmm. you out of it. I yeah. think I've been good about turning that switch off oh, a little bit, good. but I just watch so many things. Like especially if going through like so many features, um, I I tend to like uh, you know I, I I will complain if I see something that's uh, hor- horribly <laughs> made, you know. Yeah. But other than that, I feel and people colleagues come up to ask me like, so what's your favorite film of this? batch of films this year and I I struggle to come up with one answer just because if it's not in this batch it means um, then it was bad in this batch (laughs) if it's passed some sort of muster some sort of criteria that is included in this year's crop of films Mm -hmm. and I'm like it's cool it's good there's good points about that and I I feel like that's so I don't know. It seems like it's very lacking in passion for me to say that, but I just there comes a point when you you are kind of desensitized. You yes. feel numb sometimes. So I don't know how you you're able to kind of watch so many different types of media. I know. And I like, think that's I'm, why I personally yeah. enjoy mm-hmm. like like 
pure escapist stuff. Like that's why I love the Marvel movies because oh, yes. you could just yeah kind of shut off, right? <laughs> Yeah, you're not watching them for deep character studies. Although some yeah. of them have some, they are starting studies. to get there. Yeah. But it's yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. I watch Marvels for the same reason. Too, yeah, because you so, want to just yeah. like shut down, shut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, sorry, yeah. go on. Yeah, so Lindy, the, what are you into? To dovetail, yeah. the, I mean, I do, I, I do have a guilty pleasure and not so guilty of watching those Marvel Netflix original series. Oh yeah, yeah. So I watch, mm. I probably watch all of them like already, like Jessica Jones, D- Daredevil, Punisher, Luke Cage. Yeah, and people were laughing at me. They were like, Lindy, you watch those? Shows I do, and they're really kind of what you're yeah, talking about. You know, they're, they're fun, fun. Like, yeah, you know, sit down yeah. and like, not let's not think about how this person is. You know, mm-hmm. super powered yeah. private eye. Yeah, and there's some good character arcs, and it's a good platform for actors. I feel like you know, if they want, you know, it's a good, it's a, it is a good platform for some actors, emerging talent. Um, and it's it's you know well made it has that production value and it, it is escapist mm-hmm. yeah. but they they do there are some social and there's critical... like hu- there's a human humanity about yes. all of them still. Yeah. yeah they're fun mm-hmm. they're fun <laughs> well, maybe I want to start watching those people now say what you yeah. will about Iron Fist yeah. it did yeah. introduce us to Jessica Henwick <laughs> yes so yeah. no that's true. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. I mean, I just wonder what like the the fate of those those shows are now because yes. you know you know Disney Plus is starting and then they they're all taken off of Netflix or they all got canceled. But I don't know if they're canceled forever. Yeah, yeah. there there's there they might there might be another you know a uh, place for it to be resurrected yeah. at some point because of streaming. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll have to see how the DC stuff works out, right? Because we got Swamp Thing coming, got Doom Patrol. Oh yeah, like a bunch of stuff. Um. Asiel, what are you into these days? I'm so opposite, you guys. The way I escape is I watch Cartoon Network. Oh, oh, like what? Wee Bear Bears, Steven Universe, Craig of the Creek. I'm like, I'm like, I out of all my girlfriends, like I'm the one talking to like my girlfriend's kids. Like, so what are you guys watching? Wait, what? The Care Bears is that Wee Bear Bears? Wee Bear Bears. What is Daniel Chong? Daniel Chong. Yeah. Wee Bear Bears. It's a Wee Bear. Wee Bears. Bears. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's um kind of dry humor about sort of humanistic qualities applied to these three bear siblings. Even though it's a panda, an ice bear, a uh, polar, polar bear, bear. And an a, ice bear, and, and, a, and a grizzly, and a grizzly bear. Yeah. bear. They just did you see that Daniel Chong like want or is wanting to or he is making a Terrace House collab? Mm. Is he? Yeah, and it's going to be called Barris House. Wow. Yeah. The creator and showrunner is Daniel Chong, who stealthily sneaks in like Asian representation in like mm-hmm. half the episodes. That's like the sorry. bears eat Asian food. <laughs> they they mm-hmm. there's a whole episode about a Korean spa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And their their best friend, their best human friend is a is a young Korean American Korean American yeah. brainiac who has Korean Korean parents that speak to her and reprimand her in, in Korean, and they're all subtitled. Yeah, it's. It's actually it's it's very relatable because I think the ver- one of the very first episodes is about food truck culture yeah, oh and how you wait in line for hours for like a Cal little zone? thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, because I've I've heard. I mean, I know about some of these. Like, I know it's about Steven Universe, but these are like generally short episodes, yes. right? Like ten minutes, 10, yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah, they're about ten minutes. Um, but you'll probably get like three episodes in a in a thirty minute like a traditional sitcom block. Oh, okay. Um, but then you could also ac- access them on the app that has so much kid like commercials. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, like remember the like kids having fun with Barbie yeah. or you know <laughs> yeah yeah what, what the kids these days are into yeah what are they lol dolls the lol <laughs> dolls they're like little like gachapon things or uh. you, you you tear apart like this big old package to get like two dolls three outfits and like a bunch of hair I only know this because <laughs> yes. nieces and you know wait what are they called lol dolls lol dolls I call them lol dolls but apparently it's lol like for lol yeah yeah that's it, like, that's the hottest thing. If, if you it? if you want to buy a present for like a a preteen mm-hmm. girl, oh, okay. you go to go to try your luck at Target because they're always sold out everything. And they're like, co- are they collectible? Yeah, or they're you, like little gachapon like things where okay. where you get a random assortment of stuff in each package. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it's it's collectible too. It's like it's very very like you know if you look at the marketing and the the product, it's very insidious mm-hmm. uh, because it's all about buying a bunch of stuff for your kids. 
Of um, course, because they want they want it all, right? <laughs> yeah, they don't want to be left out. It kind of yeah. it's like almost like the uh, the Pokemon model, yeah. where it's like I'll caught a catch them all kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So it's yeah. like it's the next level. So you know, it goes from it went from Barbie mm-hmm. to what was it, Brats in the nineties? Oh, or, I totally remember. And then now it's now it's LOL dolls. That's the cool thing. Brats, those yeah. were slutty. <laughs> they, they made me so uncomfortable. Mm. I love that because I love that you're yeah. Because I actually I've been really into the new Disney reboot of Ducktales. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, I love that, that cast. Yeah, yeah, the cast is amazing. The storylines are really good, and they really tap in. Like the show is for kids because it's on Disney, like Disney Channel, but also for adults who grew up with Ducktales. Mm-hmm. Um, so wait, so is everyone there now? Like like Launchpad. Everyone is there. there. Yeah. Okay. Um, Scrooge McDuck is played by David Tennant. Oh, of course. Which is amazing. Good. Uh, and yeah, um, Ben Schwartz is um, mm-hmm. Louie. Um, Who's Danny Pudi? Danny Pudi is Huey. Aww. And Danny Moynihan is the third one. <laughs> Dewey. Dewey. And then there's a girl who's played by uh, Kate McCucci, I think. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. she's Webby. Webby. Oh my Webby, God. No. Ben Schwartz is Louie. <laughs> Moynihan is Dewey. Which, they all are alike to me. But this one, they give him, <laughs> in, in this version, they give them separate like, personalities. Okay. And th- the through line of the series right now is they're trying to figure out what happened to their mom. Aww, that Aww. is horrible. <laughs> yeah. And so in the latest episodes, this isn't, well, if people are watching it. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, I guess. Question mark. Um, their mom's stranded on the moon. Huh? And so stranded? They, okay, that's not, I thought it was like dead or something. <laughs> so they did a whole episode about her like trying, like, she's pretty much the Martian trying to get home and doing all this crazy stuff. But throughout the entire episode, they played the moon theme from the NES game. Oh, nice, nice yeah, so. Easter egg there. Oh, yeah. cool. I mean, I love that. Like, I, I love Ben <laughs> Schwartz and Danny Pudi. Like, that cast is so yeah. fun. Like, when they first announced it, I was like, oh, that's It's a fun. great show. But I never watched it. I mean, I remember watching it back in the day when it was yes. like a block of cartoons. It was like DuckTales, Rescue Rangers, Tales, yeah. Tales and Darkwing Duck. <laughs> yeah. so, okay, so this is the most amazing thing for, about this show is... They're kind of creating a Disney Afternoon shared universe. Oh my god! Because within the within the show, the gummy gummy bear juice shows up in one of the episodes. Stop. Um, Scrooge used to work for Fowl, which is what um, Darkwing Duck Stop. works for. And he kills. And Don Carnage shows up in one of the episodes from the Sky Pirates from Tailspin. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. Wow! So yeah. it's, it's your whole like four to six thirty combined mm-hmm. into yeah. So the, but they haven't announced anything yet. Like they will. No. They'll 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 reboot maybe. It yeah, they're probably testing waters, but yeah. they all they all exist within this world. That's, oh, that's yeah. fun! No rescue rangers. Rescue rangers Not, is my favorite. Yeah, they haven't yeah. showed up yet. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Good but you can prank. tell the showrunners <laughs> were fans of were like you know nineties kids. Yeah, like yeah. Most of us who grew up with Disney Afternoon. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I hope that they 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 run with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we talk about Asian American film festivals. Hey everyone, it's Marvin. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Collabcast. As always, the Collabcast is brought to you by Collaboration, a nonprofit organization supporting Asian Americans in the arts and entertainment. Discovering, elevating, showcasing, and connecting the creative talents of the Asian American community. You can find more information about our organization and our programs by going to the website www.collaboration.org. This podcast is also a proud founding member of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of Asian-American-hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian-American community. Learn more about our slate of amazing podcasts, um, including They Call Us Bruce, Books and Boba, Fresh Creative, Saturday School, Good Muslim, Bad Muslim, and more by going to www.podcastpotluck.com. Special thanks to Atlanta-based rapper and collaboration alum Uzuhan for use of his son Uzuhan for this episode's intro and outro. And before we get back to the show, just one last reminder that you can find out more about all the films we talk about at the LA Asian Pacific Film Festival by checking out their festival website, festival.vcmedia.org. Thanks again for listening, and we'll get you back to the show right after this message from the Potluck Podcast Collective. Hey, I'm Bill Yu, and you may know me from a blog called Angry Asian Man. And I'm Jeff Yang, author, journalist, and celebrity dad. 
We host a podcast called They Call Us Bruce, an unfiltered conversation about what's happening in Asian America. Each week or so, we host a discussion about some of the most vital and interesting topics in our pop culture and our community, bringing in guests who are shaping and informing this thing called Asian America from Hollywood to D.C. and beyond. Uh, we've got media, entertainment, food, family, politics, representation, the good, the bad, the WTF of it all. So check us out wherever you get your podcasts or at theycallsbruce.com. Peace. Peace. And welcome back to the Collabcast. I'm here with Dino Ray Ramos, Lindy Leong, and Isio Barasa. Yes. Hello. And we are here to talk about Asian American Film Festival season, which is coming up fast. One might say it kicks off with the Los Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival taking place May 2nd through May 10th in the city of Los Angeles. Uh, how how does it... I mean, I'm sure you're all super busy. And as we have you here in the studio, I'm sure everything is going fine outside. Nothing's burning down. <laughs> no. I'm not looking at messages at all right now. <laughs> um, how does it feel to be almost at launch? You guys just launched your website. Yes. Your lineup looks amazing. We'll go... We'll take a deeper dive into that a little bit later, but... Mm-hmm. How does it feel? Uh, we're very excited. We feel like we have a very strong, very, very uh, like diverse, even more diverse lineup this year than ever. And this is our 35th edition. Okay. And we can't believe we're at 35. Yeah. Um, and you're yeah. officially like, that's like adult. adult not, you're yes. no longer a young adult. No. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. Is that a new age bracket? <laughs> <laughs> I know. That, that is, that's the next. On demographics. Yeah, that is yeah. the next level. I, right? I, I, I just turned 35. So it, it pains me to have to like. Oh, is it? Is it? Okay. Because it's like, what is it? Is it? like 20 something to 34 yeah. yeah 20 to th- 24 is like young adult status oh. and then uh, now instead of like the second one down i have to go the third one down when i feel like I- i'm excited i'm excited to get old because i want to get i just want to give less of a fuck about yes things, you know what i mean oh i'm already there <laughs> <laughs> every every <Yes>. day <laughs> giving less fucks is good what's not good is your body starts turning on you uh, yeah. <laughs> i'm fighting that too trying <laughs> I- I- at one point you're just like oh whatever do whatever you want body you know I'll just buy bigger clothes. Uh, All right. I'll just wear baggy sweaters. I and just sweats. Yeah. I just got mistaken for a college student the other day. I was I used to be offended by that a few years ago, but now I think I might take it. No, isn't it, it no, right. isn't it yeah. great? Because being Asian, we are like ageless. You yeah. don't raise it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and everyone thinks I'm like twenty three or something. And I'm all okay, go go ahead and think that. <laughs> Please card me. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Um, I feel like I have to take advantage of it while I can because I don't do the whole Asian skincare stuff. So, like, I know my skin has a earlier expiration date than others. <laughs> but girl, you got to get some Kiehl's. Yes, yes. <laughs> I yes. use some Kiehl's products. You SPF know. it. Oh, the, the, those masks that everyone's doing? I don't get those. What? <laughs> I think it's to moisturize, okay. though. I, think. Mm. I, I, I did one once and I just looked shiny throughout the day. <laughs> And I was all it's glow. It's Isn't glow. It, what's the difference between glow, shiny, and sweaty? <laughs> you're glistening. You're all glistening. That's, it's all good. The act, it's the activity you're doing. One of them you pay a lot of money for, and do a lot less. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, thirty fifth year. We're we're so excited, and we're you know we're, we're running May second to May tenth here in the greater. Metro LA area will be mainly in Little Tokyo and downtown LA. So our venues include what well, include the uh, the Japanese American Museum and um, the Downtown Independent, and we're also going to do a run at the Regal Cinema LA Live. LA Live. Oh my yeah. God, come through so, with LA Live! That yeah. area is so crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just park park once and binge on two films a night, and you're good. And then drink with us afterwards. Yeah, yeah there's so many places you can hit <laughs> like out around to. that area. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's, it's it's all centralized, so people can kind of like get to places, and you know our guests coming from out of town and even in town can kind of just, yeah. you know, like hoof it around or just take you know like rideshare or just yeah w- yeah yeah. And contrary yeah. to popular opinion, the LA mm-hmm. public transit is not as bad as it's, you think it is. It's not great, but it's better. It's efficient, and it's actually yes. more useful now. So you can actually like get places these days, especially if you're in LA. Yes. Like downtown. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Don't, don't I be wish afraid. it was. I mean, I know it's probably a lot ba- of people. The area like, over here is like, Meh. yeah. Well, it's, yeah, right? It's like, well, I mean, it's just as dirty I don't as mi- the Mooney. Yeah. I mean, I don't miss <laughs> Bay Area, like, mm. 
transit, but at least it was there, and right. I didn't need my car. <laughs> right, right, but right. Here it's like oh, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> I yeah. do take the Muni when I'm up for Canvas. Yeah, I yeah. do that. I it's, take it's the, helpful. I, it's it's, it's totally useful. Works. Yeah, it's yes. helpful. Yeah. Dina, what's your history with Asian American Film Festival? Oh my god. Uh, well, actually, I worked as a publicist for CamFest when I was in San Francisco. Speaking of San Francisco. <gasps> yeah, that's coming up right that. after the LA Asian yeah. Film Well, you didn't know that? Festival. I don't know. Did you, did you work with Ms. Karen? Yes, I did. Oh, <laughs> I love her. Okay. So I, I, I worked uh, publicity there. And then, I, you know, I've covered it before when, when I was working at the Oakland Tribune. Uh, when it was called the San Francisco Asian American S F I A, was there a Pacific in there? No. Okay. San Francisco International. It was international. There was S F I A I. Yeah. Yeah. It was like San Francisco International Asian American Film Festival. Yeah. Which is why now they call it Campfest Center for Asian American. Just as many A's, less other letters. I remember, you know, I've covered before, and you know, I've met some amazing people and seen amazing films, and. You know, it it is it is kind of like the especially you know Asian film festivals and even like festivals with people of color or or anything. I think it's an untapped resource that a yeah, lot of definitely. studios aren't looking at. You know, mm-hmm. um, unless you cross over into like a South by Southwest or a Sundance. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, otherwise, it's just like us celebrating you know our culture and our stories. But I feel like a lot of these festivals it. We we also need to be sharing it. Our people need to be you know, curious about it and and, and and come in and and uh and you know witness our culture because otherwise it's just you know preaching to the chorus in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And you know my history with uh, I, I've attended for years. I've been interested in Asian American films. I remember when I I think it was about the time Better Look Tomorrow was like oh, yes. really coming out, and I was like, what else is there? So I went through like back when Netflix was. DVD based. It's like um, yes. I, I, I when you would get the Gossip Girl DVDs one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I need just two. <laughs> yeah, I went through the like when I watched Yellow. I watched a lot of like yes. the older films. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And it's it's interesting how like you think Asian stories are just this one thing, of course. And you realize no, there's tons of stuff. There's tons right. of different people making stories, and more and more people are are making stories that are not like what people expect right. of us. And it's always it's always great to see, especially in the Asian American Film Festival, like what the new voices are that are like right. like yes. you know, that are like strong confident enough to like make a film because making a film happen is hard. Right. Yes. right? right. It's and very hard. Yeah, and I you I mean like I think with the Asian American film festivals, it's just you know, like, like I said, we, we we celebrate, but it's like also we, there's like it, it also showcases this talent that, mm-hmm. you know, that has been, you know, Kind of suffocated yeah. for, for, mm. for for all these years, and yeah. and I, I've I've had a history, you know, with you know seeing Asian film like you, you know, you like I remember seeing the debut for the first time, and I was like, <laughs> oh my god, there's there's someone like me, and right. you know, right. and then Better Luck Tomorrow came out, and you're all what the, what the fuck, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then and then you talk, you mentioned yeah. Yellow, and I remember there was this other movie called Lolo's Child that I saw a long, mm-hmm. long, long mm-hmm. time I ago. Remember that, you yeah. remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was like, was it Lumpia? The yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, remember? So, like, you had all these films, and just the, like, and then I thought all of those were isolated incidences, you know? Yeah. Right. And then to have a whole film festival where it's just a kind of this menagerie of, oh, that was so a menagerie. Journalism <laughs> <laughs> uh, represent! Of, of, uh, of, like, these stories and these films and these nuanced, you know, narratives that. It's. It just shows that Asian Americans and Asian culture is not a monolith. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I was going to jump, but it feels, like, yeah. feels like jump rope rail. Um, <laughs> like double dutch. <laughs> um, to to speak to that, like you said earlier, like it's not that films have gotten better, but it, it seems more enriched the storytelling mm-hmm. experience. And I I totally believe it's it's the gift and the curse of digital filmmaking. Mm-hmm. People have the opportunity to create films. Yeah. Um, I just encountered this work that premiered at South by in 2018 um, that I don't think it was made by Panay. It's unlovable from Charlene de Guzman. Oh, oh yes. And like that film would have never existed like 10 years ago. But the fact like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just a sex and love addict who happens to be Panay and happens to have like Panay, you know, a Panay mom that doesn't connect with her. When I saw, you know, I, I felt some connection to her experience, but like, I felt so proud that um, she didn't necessarily come through the, to the film festival sort of, 
fraternity sorority that mm-hmm. we, we're all familiar of, right? <laughs> but like the Duplass brothers saw value in her story. Mm-hmm. And, and I think because festivals like CAM, like VC, like SADAF, um, we've learned to sort of cultivate an audience where where storytellers can be brave and bold. And um, folks outside of our community know that I'm like, oh, there are people that go watch these films just for sake that she's Panay. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, one of the big, you know, criticisms of like when Crazy Rich Asians came out last year was, we're not all rich. This is not representative. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. sure, that's fair. Go to an Asian American film festival. You'll see films right. about working class Asians everywhere. Like, yeah. These stories that everyone says they want to see now have existed. And now that you hopefully like us have a hunger for it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, there, yes. These are places where you can watch those yeah. stories. And I think it's like, oh, you do have these independently made films and that, you know, and it kind of, there's all these tiers of different kinds of, you know, episodic, you know, you have shorts, you have, but they're all these different stories. And like, yes, there's like the crazy rich Asians and, you know, there's stuff like Blinded by the Light, which mm-hmm. was, and I think Blinded by the Light, that might be like in between like kind of a big, you know, huge, huge, huge feature and in something very indie, but they all kind of like, it's, it's just an opportunity, I think. Well, like I said, like the, the, the film festivals just give us an opportunity to tell stories that. We, that need to be told yeah. in the Asian community and not being like, I always say this, it's like all Asian is not a monolith. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of uh, marginalized communities suffer from that. And every, I think every single mon, uh, marginalized community suffer from that. It's like, uh, but I see it like a lot in Asian and Latino communities right. and even the queer community, you know, we, there, there's, you know, there's different shades and nuances. And I think, you know, LA Asian and CamFest and, you know, um, San Diego, they all kind of shared. They're like, oh, hey guys, come play with us and, right. you know, come yeah. learn. And it's right. like a learning experience. Yeah. Yeah. And come watch things you won't be able to see at the major theaters yep. because mm-hmm. they, like they're not going to play these films. No, they won't. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's a chance to see these great filmmakers the way that like people want to watch films on the big screen. Right. right, right, yeah. What What else? Oh, are you jump rope? Oh, <laughs> jump rope? Are you going? In? <laughs> oh, what I also like like um, festivals that have like POC centric, like that support the content creators in that community. So like obviously BC or even like Black Star, like they sort of encourage the audience to sort of like attach themselves to these emerging filmmakers, like become a fan of Tanush Chopra, like after yeah. his first film and then second and third film, etc. And yeah, I. I for me, as just um, just a regular audience hat, like that's why I like these types of festivals because it's a chance to kind of get onto a filmmaker early and see what they do later on in life. Yeah, yeah, so, and, you, can, so you can tell people I knew them before. Yeah, they yeah. Were and then it's like all you know, and then there's no industry bullshit like yep. around it. It's kind of like all, it's very raw mm-hmm. and and uh, not very raw, but it's raw and it's kind of like all we're just there's no there's no pressure or, or anything well for the filmmaker there's probably pressure <laughs> but like there there's there isn't the stigma of a sundance or a south by and you know yeah. it's it's not like like oh my god if your film does not succeed here you're right. done you know right. <laughs> it's like it's it's like just a pure desire to share something yes. with the audience yeah. with, like with very no authentic yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and it goes with that whole thing about inclusion and and and, and like authentic representation and that's why smaller uh, you know not smaller but like film festivals like this film festivals like Outfest like Frameline mm-hmm. like uh, you know even the Real Disabilities Festival, you know all mm-hmm. of these it's like it's just good to see that we exist you yeah. Know? yeah so mm-hmm. since we have you two on our cast um, what can we expect for the 2019 Los Angeles Asian yes. Pacific Film Festival? Spill they're, the tea. They're making me say the whole thing. <laughs> oh. I can't say Art laugh. La- 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 Los Angeles Asian Pacific <laughs> Film Festival. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So I just want to reemphasize because we want to brand ourselves. We, LA Asian is presented by Visual Communication. I love yes. you, Lindy, so much. Okay. So which is the the arts nonprofit, um, that, the parents nonprofit. It's, we're go- that's 49 years in assist. assist- Existence now. Well, it's that's gonna... an even higher age bracket. That's the next. <laughs> yeah. That's the age bracket. Yeah. That's like almost 
Yeah, that's <laughs> 49. 49. That's just your diet age. Yeah. That's it, the father of the, the, the 35. <laughs> yeah. Can be, yes. Um, and we're ramping up for our um, All Things VC 50. So we've been having these like uh, special events. In fact, we have a series of programs integrated into the festival lineup that are tagged as VC 50. And they kind of are looking back at our, our legacy as an organization and also as part of this larger community, uh, this network of uh, not only um, APA uh, cultural organization, but also uh, a network of uh, these festivals we've been talking about, all these AAPI festivals. Um, so it's the largest festival of its kind in Southern California. I'm, I'm reading a little bit here. <laughs> That's it's, fine. It's a proud, it's also a proud Academy Award qualifying film festival for shorts film. So mm. you still can talk a little bit more about that. Um, and, and also I have to plot our website, of course. Most importantly, <laughs> if you want to find out everything, you can go to festival.vcmedia.org. So, um, and yeah, hashtag LAAPFF2019 <laughs> so is our hashtag. And um, our handle is appersand uh, at vcmedia.org. So that's, uh, look for us there on IG, on is it Twi- Twitter? Twitter, yeah. Okay, and we have Facebook, yeah, on both for visual communication in Los Angeles, Asian, like all of, all the, all the socials, yeah. basically. For the kids out there, appersand is the at Appers- sign. Exactly, <laughs> at sign. I I I, uh, re- I kind of un- for those of you who aren't writers. <laughs> and um, I wanted uh, also uh, as announced on on our trade and uh, trade very trade publication. Our yeah. Oh um, oh yeah, I announced I it, didn't I? <laughs> here Dino broke it yeah on deadline that we're really we're our opening night film is yellow rose directed by diane paragas um and it stars tony award-winning actress and broadway icon leah salonga and tony award nominee eva nobelizada and they are also known as the two miss saigon yeah they both play, yeah. they both yes. play kim right they both, yeah we've yeah. been calling them the two kims yes. the two kims um and we're really excited to open with this film this year um and yeah and and ever since this announcement i think yoro has gotten more love yeah, yeah. um isn't it's a, it yeah. it's playing like at so many like yes it's a world premiere for us yeah, yeah. Now, you guys yeah. are breaking it yeah. everyone else is just falling <laughs> yeah i'll be playing at like we can quote you on that we're going to put that on the poster <laughs> cuz i think I think it's going to be I, – because I just wrote up the Bentonville Festival. I think it's oh. going to be there as well. Right. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's yeah, going to be th- a Cam too, CamFest. I'm sorry. <laughs> we all think we're going to – that Diane's going to make a big splash for this film. Um, mm-hmm. for the, um, If you're not familiar with the synopsis, it, mm-hmm. it, it follows uh, a young uh, Filipina-American um, who lives in Texas along the border, and that's pr- uh, portrayed by Ava Noblezada. Um, and as you watch the film, you realize um, that her status is not what she believed. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But in, in it, it uh, is also combined with her desire to become this country singer. Oh. Um, so it's it's like we've been saying like earlier, it's not the typical story you'd see coming from the Asian American community. And even like I come from Texas. I, I, I'm from That's Texas. Right. Right, so right. I'm excited about that. Did you also want to become a country singer? No. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I was into country surprisingly yeah like it was during the garth like the peak garth brooks era oh (laughs) the only the country i got most got into was like mindy mcgrady oh my god i do not know that (laughs) who's that i don't she had like i think she dated superman for a second wait which superman (laughs) dean kane oh Oh. god Got a shade thrown at him. <laughs> but anyways, well, this, yeah. is, this, is, yeah. this has much more heart than um, Dean's love or <laughs> Dino's love for Dean. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I think, I mean, these stories are, are really important and very timely too. Mm-hmm. And super important because, like, when people think about like undocumented mm-hmm. people, they don't think about Asians, but a good number of Asians are yes. part of that community. Like, are, there are dreamers, they're part of yeah. the, like, I mean, look at Jose Antonio Vargas. Yeah. He's like, Mm-hmm. Read his book, guys. Oh, yeah. it's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Leia Salonga is always going to be everyone's favorite. Disney We're princess. all like, I think we've we've invigorated a new like you know audience of people. Wait, is she going to be here? We're unsure if the queen will be there with us. <laughs> oh my god! But we're all getting dressed to the nines just in case she's here. With us. That's yet to be determined. I'm surprised. 
It'll be like uh, one of your cotillions. <laughs> <laughs> we also have, I mean, I, I don't know, Lindy, if you want to talk about, we have our centerpiece films, yes. which, um, Dino, you might be familiar. Um, we have. Right, our two centerpiece films uh, are Go, uh, Emily Ting's uh, Go oh. Back to China. This mm. is her follow-up to her first film called Already uh, Tomorrow in Hong Kong. And our second film is uh, Justin Chan's follow-up to Gook, which is Miss Purple. Oh. So we're really happy to have those films coming to us from their world premieres at South by and Southwest Sundance. and Sundance. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Did anyone see Miss Purple? I saw Miss Purple at Sundance. I've seen yeah. it. It's heartbreaking and, yeah. and lovely. He's just a, <laughs> such a talented filmmaker. And it's like Justin, like, he, he, he just makes me want to kind of see what else he's capable mm. of. Yeah, and yeah. he there's like clear he references other filmmakers and absolutely his, yeah, and I think that's and, but he does it in his own way and he likes um, he swings for it like he goes yeah, for it which he, is, yeah. yeah he's very punk rock about his filmmaking <laughs> which I really like yeah and I I, I also broke that story oscilloscope <laughs> oscilloscope <laughs> yes acquired that yeah and and I and I saw uh, go back to China at South by and um, that that's just so much fun yes it is yeah, I, yeah. I did not catch that but. Yeah. Uh, I, I really liked uh, It's Already Tomorrow in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the one with Jamie Chung, right? And her, yes, and her real life husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I'm looking forward to, I'm really looking forward to watching that yeah. one too. Yeah. Both LA centric stories and from creators who are based here and they're in a way they're ties to Los Angeles. So we're really happy to have that as like kind of a double feature. That's good. Uh, yeah. During our opening weekend. It's, Those are really yeah. two good yeah. films. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Those so, will be good Q&As, I hope. Yeah, I think uh, we're going to have a, a good turnout for talent and our director. So, yeah, we're, we're like, please tell your friends. This is a, <laughs> these are both films you can bring uh, a, a wide array of people to your family, yeah. your friends, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, uh, like uh, um, Go Back to China also stars Anna Akana. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, who, you guys. YouTube if, star. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Youth and Consequences, mm-hmm. if you guys if you guys know that. And um she was also had a small part in Ant Man. I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think those. I, I that's those mm-hmm. three films alone. I think you guys. Yeah. That's why all y'all out there listening. But wait, there's more. There is more. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish it was. Um, I mean, we have um, how many close to a hundred or close to a hundred something features that we have. No, am I imagining that? Hundred something features. I, I would say with feature films and shorts. Are we, we no, just hundred, just features. Because I know for fe- for shorts, I have a hundred plus. Right. Um, well, uh, more than <laughs> like with uh, narrative and docs, I, I would say more than like approximately half of that, half of your number. Like, oh, is it fifty or around there? <laughs> we're, we're having a programming meeting right yeah. now, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, um, we might have some surprise additions, so that's why oh I'm kind of rounding God. up the numbers. Yeah. It's um, going to be a Ducktales uh, reboot <laughs> yeah. starring Dino. <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll is, talk about is Dino, Huey, Louie, or Dewey. I'm all three. Oh. <laughs> That's how talented I am, guys. That should be like a live immersive theater. Like I know. See, now I have to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone like... should watch it. It's great. And Danny Pudi's in it. So there is an yeah. Asian. Yes. It's Amran. There's an Asian <laughs> representation. Yes. 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 Um, segwaying from DuckTales mm-hmm. to shorts programming. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, I mean, as Lindy mentioned, like we're, we're a qualifier for the Academy Awards, right. so a lot of our programming is short form. Um, one program in particular, specific Cine Waves, that I wanted to kind of like hype up. Um, we're kind of showcasing storytellers from the diaspora of Polynesia. Mm. Um, one of them um, had played at HIF or, uh, last year, and it won the Grand Jury Prize there. It's called Malka to Makai, and it's about two cousins who are basically surviving sobriety. And that in itself, that yeah. seems like a universal yeah. story. But man, fuck, dude. Like, the way they... <laughs> I mean, for me, like, personally, I don't like drug movies that are just like, hi, hey, like, I'm an underground guy selling drugs. Like, you could feel <laughs> like that their addiction was a slice of life in the short film, and I just... Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see how people, like, react to the film. And for that one, we have a lot of filmmakers coming in from Hawaii and, wow. like, possibly, hopefully, Guam coming to join us on oh, that one. Yeah. I'm excited to see more stories from, like, Pacific Islanders. I feel like mm-hmm. that's all... that that That's a community that their voices very often silenced right right and i I think with digital filmmaking now people have the opportunity Mm -hmm. to tell stories that are relevant to their audience and and reflect their community and like and like open up you know main mainland eyes like you know guam isn't just fucking like just coconuts or whatever you know we have complex storytelling here it's not where you know 
white people go to discover themselves. Right, right, right. On vacation. Oh, there's actually wait, there's a film in um <laughs> in Pacific Cineways called Down Down on the Sidewalks in Waikiki. Mm-hmm. It's a bit experimental, but it it basically is a middle finger to the whole like tourist like <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, you should check it out. God, but no, I I that's exciting. Like the whole Pacific Islander, uh, um. The, kind of this rep- your the focus yeah. yeah this focus is like that's hardly been seen like yeah yeah, yeah. This and, year, yeah, yeah. we've been a bit more intentional because we see a lot more content mm. coming from and there. you know what it's like I, I'm, like I'm like kind of plugging but not really like Janet Mock who is right Janet, I Janet Mock <laughs> who is a writer and an activist she's a writer on Pose I I I mean I I think I knew this but kind of just like realized that she's Pacific Islander. No, she's Kanaka Maui. Yes. Like, she, like, I adore her. Yes. I adore her. I've been, like, trying to like, get, like, the festival to, like, involve her somehow, like, with the pose thing. Oh, my like, God. And then just, like, wait, she was she was recently on her podcast. The episode doesn't come out for a couple of weeks, but, like, uh, uh, the there um, spoiler spoiler on a podcast is that possible? <laughs> but we were talking about favorite snacks on um uh like at the movie theater mm-hmm. and she she like straight up said I love my mochi crunch. <laughs> she was like I love putting for a cocky on my on my popcorn mm. and I was like oh my god eight away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be so nice to have Janet with us. Yeah. Um, another shorts program mm-hmm. and like your listeners may be familiar with mm-hmm. is HBO APA Visionaries. Yeah. I know you guys sort of. Partner. We had the three of them on our last episode. Right, oh, yeah, right. I, I wrote about that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is just a retrospective on Tino's career at Deadline. <laughs> I just, I was like, oh, oh, I wrote about them too. <laughs> um, this is our third year partnering with HBO, and this is part of their film initiative to amplify filmmakers from the APA community. Yeah. Um, this uh, this year, our finalists are. Um, Nirav Bhakta with mm-hmm. Halva, uh, Soyoung Soyoung Shelly-o, um, or Soyoung-yo, I believe we all call her Shelly. Um, Moonwalk With Me is her film, and then Zoetic from Julie Zahn. Yeah. Uh, we'll be sh- world premiering those at the festival on Friday the 3rd, um, and then I believe they'll be on broadcast following after, they'll be on HBO after they premiere yeah, with us. for APAM. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, APAM's coming up. Yeah, I heard about that. Everything. Everything's <laughs> coming up, guys. Yeah. Brace yourselves. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to to see those three films. I'm, yeah. Oh, I, I was going to say, I'm really particularly interested in, in Julie's film. Like, mm. when she was talking about it, you're yeah. right. Like, it's, if you guys don't know, it's she, she tells a story of a young woman and her mom and who starts exploring online dating, and they kind of experience it together. Oh, that's fun. Her? I don't yeah. know if I could do that with my mom. <laughs> But I think there's something sweet about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah. But I mean, I think also with these film festivals, like when I go to like just like any film festival, you know, we do have these like major ones like, you know, the centerpiece films. and, And But it's like take a chance on like something you never thought you would do, I think. Like just close your eyes and point at the program and go to that film. That's what I suggest all the time. Yeah. 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 I think for that, like, well... Say like my parents, they took forever to figure out what it is I do at the festival. <laughs> and but I, they would always like my dad would like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like that film. And I'm trying to sort of break them to the practice of you're going to sort of like you know if you hate it, like you know now you know why you hate it, and it's still sort of like an experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and the the experience of seeing a story that you're familiar with, mm-hmm. uh, more than just say like I've seen the story and in the movies my whole entire life, but it's like this is a movie that touches me on a whole different yeah. level, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, it's a good experience. Yeah, take a chance, guys. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, beyond the, the the gala presentations, just like please look at the program and plan a day out or a few yeah. days out, and like buy it, buy a multi <laughs> ticket pack. Yeah. Pack. yeah, bring your friends. You know. Well, there's one more gala or gala. Yes. However, however gala. you pronounce it. Yeah, we were debating gala. this. Gala. gala, gala, gala. I don't know. I feel like. I say gala. I yeah. don't care. I'm going to pronounce it like a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to pronounce tomato. it like our friend... Well, I said, is it the gala? Gala. The gala. Gala. Um, they're closing that gala. Is yes. Also just got announced. Yes. It just got announced on Variety the other day. Oh, so that's not me. And but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who that is? Who that is? <laughs> we are really happy to be uh, closing and world premiering uh, director Andrea... Uh, a Walters Empty by Design. Uh, so she's another Filipina filmmaker. So we're actually bookending our, our 35th edition with 
two films, two world premieres From by Penai. yes, yeah. Penai women, and that, it's just amazing. They're both very uh, humanist stories and like, strong indie voices in the making. Um, and yeah, we're 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 really thrilled. <laughs> yeah, um, I've been hearing about this film for a while because mm-hmm. um, I met. Andrea and you know, her cast like mm-hmm. stars Osric Chow, exactly. um, produced by Chris Pang, mm-hmm. and um, also featuring Dante Bosco, yeah. yes. the um, the OG, yeah, <laughs> official, <laughs> the debut, official. <laughs> um, and it, it it goes back to what we were just saying about like being tired of the stories of like you know, like for better words, like white people going to foreign countries to find themselves. This is a story about an Asian person going back to their home country mm-hmm. to like rediscover themselves, which yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Something that I would rather see more of, right? No, because for, that's that's a, that's yeah. that's just a good narrative in general, especially yeah. for first generation. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just did that recently for the <laughs> like I went back, to, but that was a whole. We we're not going to talk. About that. <laughs> <laughs> that was just an emotional trip. That sure. yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah. But it's about um like two people who. We're from the Philippines going back for one reason or another. Right. right? Two young, like, Filipino millennials, essentially, who have been either going to school. uh, The Rayanne Ramos character has been going to school, university abroad. And um, and Osric Chow's character is um, working, uh, like, I I believe in the States abroad. And they return for family and for work, okay? And they find themselves kind of feeling extremely lonely in what is essentially their homeland, where their their place, their yeah. place of birth. And they're really very trying to grapple with that. So the film mm. is about them, like being home but feeling kind of rootless at the same time. So it's it's. I thought it was uh, oh, identity. Yes. I love I, like identity, <laughs> yeah. cultural identity. Yeah. yeah, it's beautifully shot. It's like it it mm-hmm. it kind of sort of. I think in pre- in other films you t- tend to expect to see beautiful shots of the coast or maybe mm-hmm. heartbreaking shots of the poverty that does exist mm-hmm. in the Philippines and and this brings a, a a different perspective of what the PI is like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, I think I wrote about this on that. <laughs> well, the, not 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 the closing night film, but the film when it was being made. Yeah. 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 Um, some other highlights that I picked up from your very very good lineup. Um, you guys are showing on uh, plus one. Um, oh yes, we are. We're very happy to have plus one. Yeah. Um, that's uh, it's coming from Tribeca. It's war premiering yeah. there very shortly, <laughs> and then it's going to head west and be at our festival. So the plus, plus one for some of you who do know, it's 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 by Jeff Chan and Andrew Reimer, and it stars uh, Meyer Skin and uh, Anna Conkle. Con- um, the other other woman who they're they're the duel behind yeah. Pen Fifteen, the yes. Hulu series that's <gasps> yes. extremely popular right now. Yeah. Uh, with a very intergenerationally yeah. popular, I feel like um, for those of us young, older. Well, and younger. the story, especially like the story, is very. It's a very millennial story. I yes, feel like of, it is. You know. We've all, I mean, have we all been through that one summer where everyone we know is getting married? I feel like it's a documentary yes. on my life. <laughs> yes, no, I think yes. there is like a yeah. moment when yeah. everyone gets married and you're like, oh, give it a rest already. I, know. You know? I get it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So basically, yeah, the short, yeah, the, the, so Maya Erskine's character, I think she, her, her co lead, uh, Jack Wade, it, they're two good friends who find themselves at this point in their time, in their, in their lives where everyone's getting married and they're basically saying, you're my BFF. I'm going to invite you as my plus one to every wedding <gasps> I'm invited to. So it's kind of this take uh, on that yeah. kind of potential rom-com oh, formula. Um, it's like less skeezy wedding crashers. Yes, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah. That too. Wedding crashers. Yeah. Less skeezy. Yeah. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, something I'm personally excited about is uh the love boat documentary yes that's uh, <laughs> it is a, it's world premiering i don't know some of you guys who are listening probably are familiar either from your parents or your i didn't yeah. go my but my brother and my uh-huh. cousin did and yep. i had a lot of friends from college who did and mm-hmm. the stories that they tell mm-hmm. yeah um it's mm-hmm. it's um Build uh, so Love Boat is the it's not the official name of the the program. It's like some Taiwanese cultural exchange or something, but it's mm-hmm. basically just a summer where um, Taiwanese kids go to they do a study trip around right. Taiwan, mm-hmm. ostensibly to learn about the culture, right? But really, they're just partying, hooking up. Of yes, <laughs> and I think that's kind of like the 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 subtext when they're invited and they they said, "Okay, I'm going, mom and dad." Um, that's what they're going to be doing. Hey, mom and dad, I'm going to study Mandarin. I'm going to study, you know, art and and like culture in Taiwan. But 
Uh, I'm gonna f- no. This is me, a summer away from you guys, <laughs> and I can do whatever I want. And you know, yeah. And something that like I think is really, and I wonder if the the document will touch on this, but the fact that you're in Taiwan alone without supervision is something that a lot of us don't like. I went to Taiwan every summer for like the first 14 years of my life, and I was always supervised. I was mm-hmm. never allowed to do anything by myself. The first time I was allowed outside was like I was like 25, mm-hmm. right? And it was a whole different like. It just opens up the world to you because mm-hmm. until then you were, you were there to visit family, and that's mm-hmm. it. So this this yeah this documentary kind of you know shines a light on on that you know this kind of cultural phenomenon that some <laughs> some of us in the overseas Chinese Taiwanese. Uh, uh, diaspora know about and it, it's 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 very humorous. So there's a lot of like you know you get you get a bunch of uh, Taiwanese folk uh, official who ran this the ship, <laughs> okay, so to speak, and they talk about you know the the kind of the official line about yeah. like this is for to to educate these um, you know Western. <laughs> born, raised uh, uh, Taiwanese, Chinese um, on their culture, so they don't forget. Mm-hmm. So they actually may want to maybe even you know find a partner who's of the same culture and <laughs> and to you know further their 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 familial lines. Okay, so far, <laughs> like don't don't go total like, you know yeah. like not you know west western on us here. So that was the official line, but really we know what that's about. Really, <laughs> so and Marvin can attest. I to hope that. there's like. Like love boat alum that like come watch oh. a film and like run into each other and maybe there's like drama. <laughs> oh my god, oh, I remember you. You're like couples. you're you're the summer of 1992. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited about that. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it because like personally, I never experienced mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I've only heard stories, so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, other things that are exciting is um, you guys have staycation, which yes, to news Chopra's. Latest film that um, I got to see at Sadaf last year it premiered at the um, now defunct LA Film, film Festival. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that's an amazing. It stars um, Anthony Ma and Grace Sue, two mm-hmm. very good friends of the community. Yeah, no, I mean I, I saw it at the world premiere at LA Film Festival last fall, and it was it's a film that's you know again shot on the streets of downtown LA, literally around the corner from our offices here in Little Tokyo, and looking at you know a young Taiwanese American millennial couple yeah. and their struggle with their. With uh, intimacy and and building on uh, building their relationship together, life yeah. together, the early days of a relationship, <laughs> and and you know and the you know like the kind of humor that comes with discovering each other and kind yeah. of being in each other's spaces, yeah. you know. So, Tanusha yeah. is like a great example of someone that mm-hmm. you know if you were on with the film festival early on and you saw like Punching at the Sun and BC supported mm-hmm. that and mm-hmm. and Tanuj was diligent and kept creating films and we've been fortunate enough to showGA yeah. like his work like mm-hmm. GNT. yeah GNT. <laughs> GNT. Yes. Um, yes. last year we had a short of his which I love called grin mm-hmm. it's very experimental and I think it's on Amazon Prime now and then oh don't forget grass I, grass. I, yes, <laughs> yes, love grass. I love grass I love grass so much shout out yes. to Pia and yeah. Emily <laughs> love yes. grass yeah. yes yeah it was yeah. We're really happy to have his latest film here, and it should be a lot of fun for the community. Yeah, it's always great to see like Asians being like sexy and messy on mm. screen. Yes, that's that describes me. Documentary. <laughs> 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 um, and I wanted to bring up um, uh, coming full circle is um, Cool Up Lysak's documentary origin mm-hmm. story, uh, which premiered at Campfest last year, and is now coming home to LA during your festival, and it's a uh, it's. Kulap's a friend of the podcast, friend of collaboration, mm-hmm. and she's she's a Laotian American mm-hmm. who goes home to discover, like, find her birth father. Right, right. right. And so the f- documentary is it's it is her kind of a, a, do, um, a rec- record of her um, desire to like kind of like kind of unpack this kind of familial trauma. She's she's kind of buried for years, so she talks about that through um, very intimate kind of. Uh, Interviews with her family here in the U.S. and also in Laos when she um, and um, there's and you know, she she's called origin stories because she looks at herself as kind of like what you know superheroes have origin stories. Mm-hmm. I have mine and it's equally important to tell, if not more so. And I want to kind of you know I'm a comic book fan. I want to talk about my story through that lens. Yeah. Um. So it's yeah. There, there is that kind of like um. That's how the, the visual style of the film is. 
uh, I was very moved by her film, actually, about her search for her her heritage and and how she goes about it. And, you know, it's yeah. Be- yeah so I'm glad and we have it. Yeah, it's, and it's another community that, you know, mm-hmm. we, we love to see more stories from. And you can see all these films and more at the Los Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival, um, dropping from May 2nd to May 10th in Los Angeles, California. And on that note, I think that'll do it for this episode of the Collabcast. Uh, thank you so much, Dino, Lindy, and Asil for joining us, for giving us a preview of the festival. Mm-hmm. If people want to find more of your thoughts, where can they go? Oh, you could follow me at, at Dino Ray on all, all the things like Twitter, <laughs> Instagram. I'm at Dino Ray. Uh, also, you can listen to uh, my podcast at Deadline called the New Hollywood Podcast, where we have underrepresented voices. Um, like I said, Janet Mock's going to be on soon. Amazing. Actually, Anna Conkle and my Erskine just stopped by. Oh. They're going to be on soon. Uh, but like the latest episode is Marta Milan's from Shazam. Um, and then we uh, next week we have, you know, it's, it's a good one next week. I, I, I I, should I say? Should no. I say? Okay, no, I won't say. We follow, should just follow. We should just follow, follow Dino Ray. Yeah, yeah, just follow out. me at Dino Ray. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And you could find me on Deadline. I'm always breaking news on there. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you are. yeah, you are. I, I, on the other hand, have much more of a private life. Kind of, <laughs> I think, um, yeah, but you know what? I, I'm going to plug the festival again. You guys can go to festival.vcmedia.org to check out the latest uh, breaking news from what we're presenting here this year in our 35th edition and follow us on all the social on Instagram and on Twitter. Yeah. Thank you. My, my only social world is VC Media. Yeah. <laughs> And as always, you can follow Collaboration at Collaboration with a K. Check out our programs at www.collaboration.org. Um, I want to thank our guests for joining us thank today. Thank you. Thank you to Visual Communications. Again, also for letting us uh, record this in their office. Um, the Public <laughs> Podcast Studios is located within the Visual Communications offices. And uh, I want to thank them for letting me set up my stuff here. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. trusting us. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, definitely check it out. Um, Lapif isn't the only festival happening. We have Camp Fest happening in San Francisco. We have um, the San Diego Spring Showcase happening next yes. week in San Diego. Um, and for those of you in New York, there are, uh, are quite a few Asian American films happening at Tribeca happening later this month. So go out and watch more films. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see you at Lapif. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. The more that I travel the globe, ay, I see the changes around me. Ay, people move on and drift apart. Real life ain't slowed down for anybody. Gets real. It's real. That's the way it is. Sometimes I don't even know what day it is. Go me city to city to making a living. To say I'm busy is an understatement. Oh no. Oh no. Y'all think I'm famous. All I care is that I live blameless. Seven years of trailblazing. No handouts, no favors. No prototypes, no blueprints. Just prototypes.